0: Welcome to the Dr. Berkson's Best Health Radio Show. And I'm Dr. Berkson, and on this show, I love to have agile thinkers so that you can be a better agile thinker in your life, because we're all overwhelmed with so much information, but it's hard to know what's not fake news and what's real health news for you. And also, I really want you to go to iTunes and click on a review so you can help if you love this information and you love hearing my Agile thinkers, you can pass this information forward. I have somebody on the show today that one summer... We spent several days rafting down the Rogue River in Oregon because we were rather rogue. And we played, it was so calm, it was so relaxing. I think we even had a Scrabble board and took out a board and played Scrabble while we're floating down the river. And it makes me remember this song so People would pay me not to sing, but I thought of the song because whenever I think of that experience, which is so molded and melded into my gray matter, it just is a lovely memory that I'll hold for my whole life with this agile thinker that's one of the very first physicians in the United States doing detox. I know there's a few others along with him, but he's really one of the fathers of detox. So our experience together with Dr. Barry Taylor, who's going to be on in a few moments, was on this Three days of languish floating down the road r- river, and it makes me think of Marlena Dietrich's song, On a Lazy Afternoon. So I'm going to sing you the first few words of this song, because Dr. Taylor reminds me of this, and here you go. And I don't know whether you're going to be turning the show off now or not, but it, the song says that feeling that he and I shared, and then we're going to dive into detox with one of the fathers of detox. It's a lazy afternoon, and the beetle bugs are zoomin', and the tulip trees are bloomin', and there's not another human in view. Marlena Dietrich's supposed to be singing this, but us too. It's a lazy afternoon with you, Dr. Barry Taylor. It was a lazy several days on the Rogue River several decades ago, and now you're here on this show. Welcome to the Dr. Berkson's Best Health Radio.
1: Uh, she's a songstress. She's a diva. She's a diva.
0: <laughs> My first name's Devaki. So Dr. Taylor is a trained naturopathic physician from National College in Oregon. And I went there when there was a dual program with Western States. And he has practiced naturopathic medicine since 1978. And he was a chief consultant on complementary medicine for NBC News in New England from 1991 to 2005. And he's participated in dozens and dozens of TV programs about natural medicine. What is it? And what does it offer for you? But the big reason that we've got Barry on the show, besides him having a lazy set of afternoons with myself and both of us being rogue on the Rogue River, is that Dr. Taylor decades ago developed a Detox Clean Out Your Mind, Body, Spirit program and he's literally treated thousands of clients, over 15,000 people. So a lot of people are into detox, but I don't know anybody else except Bernard Jensen, who had the Hidden Valley Health Ranch decades ago before Dr. Taylor, who has really put 15,000 people around the country in his Love Your Body program. Love Your Body program. In fact, now he is Training new naturopathic doctors at the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine in Tempe, Arizona about his love your body program because he is such a unique naturopathic physician because he teaches people how to cope effectively with unwanted physical, but as well as emotional. Patterns like depression, stress, and anxiety. So, he's a coach that's been using a coach physician that's been using detox for years, and he's also written a book on this, which is an exceptionally great book. His son helped him write it, and right when they were working on it, I read it and I was impressed. It's called Love Your Body. Your path to transformation, health, and healing. And it's received dozens of five-star ratings on Amazon, et cetera. But welcome, 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 my Rogue companion from the old Rogue River Days.
1: My sister from Another Mother. <laughs> so I thank you so much for your enthusiasm. I, I I love your commitment. I I have learned so much from you over the years. And um I appreciate the opportunity to to, uh, chat with you for your listeners and your network of people who love what you're offering, see what I could contribute to the conversation of health. Thanks for having me on.
0: So everyone loves the word detox. It's a buzzword. I've been teaching in my new course that detox has to move mainstream, but you've been doing detox longer than most people, and you've done it on 15,000 people. So how did it start? We weren't taught back 40 years ago in naturopathic and in nutritional and in chiropractic college about detox as much as it's common today. So how did you know that this was so important? And share with us your journey.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I was extremely sick as a kid. I was almost left back uh, four different years in a row. Tons of strep and antibiotics and uh, headaches every single day. Um so uh when I went to college and was hospitalized for breathing internally uh my yoga teacher uh 19 19- What does breathing internally mean? What do you mean? W- Bleeding, bleeding. Oh, bleeding
0: internally. internally. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: S- sorry, I wasn't clear. Um, so my yoga teacher said, well, why don't you see this man who uh, might help you? So I started seeing somebody here in Boston where I was going to college who was an MD, ND. got his medical degree in 1930 and his naturopathic degree in 1932. What was his name? And Dr. Louis Bellat.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <clears throat> so I started working with him quite extensively and he would put me on... Brewer's yeast and desiccated liver and handfuls of vitamins. And as I was doing that, he said, "Um, would you consider doing a rest one day a week? And so every Monday for a year, I just did vegetables. And at the end of that year, he said, are you ready for the next step? And I said, sure. He said, okay, how about three days once a month? So I did one day a week, three days a month for a second year. And at the end of that second year, he said, how about what's, uh, how about what's next step? And he said, uh, how about one day a week, three days a month, and two weeks every quarter?
0: What do you mean by that? Break that down. It's a little confusing to me. What do you mean one day a week, three days a month? So,
1: Where where he he guided me through different cleanses and detoxes. Some of them were just juices. Some of them were just um, as much vegetables as you wanted to eat. And so by the time I graduated college, I hadn't eaten something like 300 days that year. I had done different kinds of cleansing and detoxing. So you asked, how did it start? Instead of going to divinity school, where I thought I was headed, I went to naturopathic school because I wanted I didn't a- know
0: you were going to go to divinity school. That makes sense. You have so much emphasis on the spirit along as, the, as yeah. well as the body. That makes so much sense. This is, I learned something about my guests all the time, as yeah. well as my community learning.
1: Yeah. So instead of going to divinity school where I thought I didn't want to be a rabbi a priest or a minister, I was going to teach comparative religion at the college level. I thought that was a good gig to do meditation. And um, instead of doing that, I went to naturopathic school. And so I was one in a class of kids who were very interested in vitamins and natural therapies, but they'd never worked with a man like I had gone through several years of detoxing. That was my roots of not just taking vitamins and minerals, but, but really resting my body to clean out Toxins in my case clean out residues of uh, penicillin and drug residues and other kinds of preservatives and additives and things. Did it get
0: rid of your bleeding internally? I mean, did they ever find out what that was, or did the cleaning and resting your body get rid of that?
1: Uh, The cleaning and resting that was from an irritation of taking so much buffering in my high school for headaches. And and yeah, the detoxing made an enormous difference where those headaches gradually went away. Um, I had thinned out where I was no longer overweight. I was very overweight in junior high and high school. Um, but it was a question of being, um, I was in a thin body, but I still had the headset in my mind of being overweight. We can get to that when we talk about some of the other things in the Love Your Body program. So going through um, naturopathic training was a wonderful gift of me looking at how to evaluate people, similar, different to how you evaluate people, in terms of the physicalness, and a core of my work has always been not like, do you need to cleanse, but when is it a good time to cleanse? Is your blood sugar steady enough? Is your adrenals burnt out? Do we need to kind of build you up? before we give your liver, lungs, kidneys, skin, lymphatics, a chance to clean out and, and eliminate more effectively than, quote, a normal person.
0: You know, that's something that a lot of people don't understand is that if you go on cleanses, and I liked your concept, it's not just clearing the bad stuff out of you, it's allowing your body to rest. That mm-hmm. rest, as Europeans understand, They most of them, unless they own their own business, take off six weeks a year where they're off the computer, out of work, and they're really resting. And it makes them be able to eat a more uh, – unusual diet that here in the United States, a lot of doctors would say is not healthy. It's called the French paradox. And yet they have less disease and less premature uh, premature mortality than we do as a nation because they rest. So I love that concept that you've merged the understanding of it's not just cleaning the bad stuff out. It's also giving your body a rest. Right. We need that as a culture. We need to give our bodies a rest. So how did you end up developing the Love Your Body programs, which is now kind of your signature program? It's your book, it's your programs, and it's your life career.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Regarding the rest, you know, out of, you know, 15,000 people is a lot of, it's a pretty big sample of people who have gone through the, the Love Your Body program, um, it's amazing how many people at the end of a cleanse, at least my three week cleanses will say, my energy's terrific. And I'll say something like, we often um, don't appreciate how much energy it takes to digest food. And I'm not saying nobody should ever have fish or chicken or other kinds of more complicated foods that people don't do when they do cleanses. Um, But it is amazing the energy that's released when people will put themselves into some kind of structure of resting. And when I say resting, see, for me, the love your body program is more of a holistic adventure where they're also resting how they're thinking. I'm not inviting people to think like I do necessarily, but to look at how they're thinking and to, and, and the love your body programs are not fasting, People, there are four different food options while people go through Love Your Body programs.
0: So are they all three weeks long? You just mentioned that a few sentences ago.
1: Most Love Your Body programs are three weeks long and and then have a follow-up two weeks later. You know, they, they used to be the first... During the 80s and 90s, people would come to me from all over the country. Uh, Now they're done online. It's easy. People can do them from anywhere in the country. And there are four different food options so that people can look at, if they're hooked on coffee, how to stabilize their blood sugar more. Or how to, um, you know, this is not having a, a protein drink first thing in the morning and they're not eating all day long. So I'm teaching people about the physicalness of what foods are good for what organs as they, a word you and I have been using the last 25, 30 years, upregulate their organs of elimination so that their organs of elimination, they're sweating more, their colons working more efficiently, their lungs, they're breathing more. Okay, so
0: let me get this straight. So you have three-week Love Your Body programs, and Mm -hmm. you have a a number of different three-week Love Your Body program so people can make a choice out of them? Or do people start with stage one and then go to stage two? How does that work?
1: Mm, there were different Love Your Body programs. Now there's one Love Your Body program that's called the Power of Commitment. And in when they get handouts, they get to choose what path they want to go through. Some people want to do just vegetables. Option two might be vegetables and grains. Option three might be vegetables, grain, and throw in some sunflower seeds and almonds. I mean, for a lot of people, even option three is a bit of a cleanse.
0: So they so, eat like that for three weeks? They're giving up animal protein for three weeks? Correct. And then they and, have variations on a the theme of how power-packed they want to make that three weeks?
1: Exactly. Uh, okay. Exactly. And and we might, for somebody, recommend something to keep their blood sugar steady and how to eat healthier snacks and what protein drinks or what herbs to push the liver, push the kidneys more effectively, depending on a form that they fill out, that would just give me a quick overview of who they are and what they've been challenged by and what some of their goals are.
0: So how do you decide, um, how do you approach the mind, body, spirit of each individual person going through this three weeks with you?
1: Mm. It's as much as how they approach it different than how I approach it. Um, There are four Love Your Body sessions right, over 21 days, and then there's a two-week follow-up. That's the fifth session. So regarding there are agreements that people have, everybody does a mirror process. Everybody's physically exercising. Uh, there's a meadow meditation for 10 minutes that I send people. And we have discussions. Right now, there are videos that people see online, and there are also discussions that people have. So, regarding some of the mental aspects, I am challenging people not to believe what I believe or suggesting to them that what they believe is incorrect. Um, but I am asking them to look at how they're thinking and how they're feeling. So in the second session, we explore trust. Do, do people have a relationship with their own body that they trust themselves to heal? Do they have a user friendly relationship with their body or are they just popping vitamins? Are they just exercising? People could even mechanically be practicing mindfulness and just sitting and meditating like a good doobie, you know, because that's what I should be doing. And it's not really uh, working for them regarding awareness of well what's the What do you like? mean
0: by a good doobie? So I'm doing good, but yeah. it's not that you're really doing good deep enough. You're you're going through the motions of doing good. Okay, I'm gonna meditate yeah. for a half hour in the morning and I'm doing everything right and exercising, but I still don't have a viable living pulsating relationship with my head and everything beneath my neck.
1: So in some way, uh- lens. It's, it's too superficial. So while love your body programs are not groups like psychotherapy in any way, shape or form, it's not about people, um, uh, sharing their vulnerability as much as they can in no way. It's very, very private. It's a very sacred process, even though like you, I like to have people have a lot of fun, but it is about integrating and people looking at a lot of their beliefs. You know, uh, uh, people start with, when they come to me, uh, with their eczema, their breast cancer, their colitis, their asthma, their being overweight, whatever it is, the, the for most people, the context is something's wrong and I need to fix it. What are you going to give me to get rid of this? Now, I'm not saying I want my clients to have their symptoms longer. I'm offering them to shift the context to what's the blessing in disguise here what is it that my body is attempting to teach me so we're doing different exercises people are doing different exercises on their own when you do love your body programs it takes so oh, 20 30 minutes a day for 3 weeks in a row for people to look at different aspects of themselves when i say mentally i mean the degree to which they're on automatic their monkey mind i call it they don't have thoughts they are their thoughts. They're not aware of how they're proceeding in life because things are so mechanized.
0: I so love when you say, I just have to make a comment. One of the statements I think of a lot, you know, you, you go through your life and you hear a few statements and some of them really stick with you. And Carolyn Meese was giving a talk a few decades ago and she said, people think that our biggest addictions are nicotine or alcohol, but they're really our thoughts. And we do not they're so addictive, we don't even know that these are our biggest addictions. So you are within the love your body because your thoughts are so creative and so powerful. You're getting people to look at their thoughts as well as rest and detox. That's pretty brilliant, I have to say.
1: Well, th- thank you for bringing Carolyn in. I, I, I've I've been a big fan of Carolyn for several decades. Her her book and then her tape or CD of why people don't heal, uh, that people have some kind of relationship. She uses the word, it's not my word, woundology.
0: I love that. that. And yeah, that, a lot of time when you have a toxic relationship, your wounded neurology resonated with somebody else's wounded neurology. And that's exactly. why the two of you come together, right? Yeah.
1: And so I'm uh, without using woundology, it's the same kind of orientation that I'm asking people to look at with poetry and music and some writing processes in love your body programs for people to look at their fundamental relationship of trust. Do they real are they really accessed to their capacity to heal One of my goals for people coming through Love Your Body programs is for them to leave with a powerful experience of themselves as a healer, not just theoretically connecting to that their body is wise, but having an experience from the inside that this is not like eating this way or exercising more or meditating as a should, but out of some honorable, respectable relationship that you've explored, and then kind of aligned yourself with. I often use in Love Your Body programs um, the analogy of when you get out of bed, Do you when you're laying in bed, do you think of like, hmm, should I go brush my teeth now? You just kind of get up and brush your teeth. It's kind of ingrained. It's integrated. So rather than focusing on the right way or the wrong way to eat, I, so many people, food is like a religion. It's all about rights and wrongs, and eat this way. And du- so, so love your body programs. When I say it's about people listening um, and exploring the way that they're stressed, uh, it, it's about them having more peace. And you know, more- I
0: kind of hear it as you're seeing, is this right, that when you're ill, you've broken up with your body, in a sense, you're out of sync, and your love your body programs are remediation for you to get back in better relationship with yourself, kind of like going to a body, mind, spirit therapist for yourself, so mm. you could remediate or become more congruent with yourself. So illness, not necessarily that it's your fault or terrible, but in some right. way, something's out of sync, you've broken up, you're not in tune with yourself, like you might be out of tune with a spouse, and right. your program retweaks your relationship with yourself.
1: And ILL, um, years ago, Lynn, somebody said ILL stands for I lack love. So that I came up with this name of putting people um, together. The question you asked a few moments ago, how did I come to do this? Well, I had all this individual experience going through cleanses and cleanses and cleanses for days and three days and two weeks and six weeks at a time of just doing juices or just brown rice or different variations of food. And as I became um, trained to lead seminars in different organizations of workshops that I had taken, I realized that the energy of a group is different than an energy of a team. So one of my loves has been since 1981, when I designed love your body programs of moving people from groups of people into teams of people and a, And very few people, unless they've done Love Your Body programs, and there might well be other things like this, but I'm told that Love Your Body programs are pretty unique, uh, have an opportunity to be on a team where everyone on your team is committed to explore the nature of healing. Everyone on the team, you know, like a baseball team or or a football team or a volleyball team. What's the difference
0: between a group and a team?
1: Well, it's a very different energy dynamic. A group of people are not necessarily aligned on the same results. Okay. You know, you could go be be part of a group to learn German or English or poetry and you're there as an individual. Group dynamics energetically are totally different than the energetics of a team. You are brilliant. You are amazing when you lecture. And you're in front of a room, you move those three, four, 500, a thousand people, or could be less from a group of people listening to you to a team of people because of how charismatic you are. Not just how clear and wise you are, which you are exceptionally clear and wise, but you have an energy that moves them to go to the same place together. That's a team dynamic. So I'm working with, some, with people, 20, 30, 50, 100, 150 people in Love Your Body programs. Many of them have had emotional traumas. They've got shame, image pro, uh, challenges with their body. They've got all sorts of unidentified, I don't like my body, I hate my acne, I hate my weight. They've got all sorts of judgments. And inside that context, they're taking all sorts of herbs, all sorts of acupuncture, all sorts of God knows what, wondering why they only have five, 10, 20, 50% relief. And it's all, so in love your body programs, we coach people to release shame and release that because the third session of love your body programs is a deep dive into the nature of forgiveness and the nature of compassion and the, 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 journey it is for us as human beings of suffering and and how do you identify that and express it and release it remember the love your body program is not group psychotherapy uh, so that people can feel more connected that's the spiritualness see in love your body programs we don't do stuff about past lives or chakras i'm not i'm not sure about any of that stuff maybe it exists maybe not but it but i know that when i did my thesis on gandhi In college, that he fasted to get in touch with his connection with the source of life is what he wrote, and that's what I got when I was working with Doctor Balat in the late seventies. Excuse me, in the late sixties, early nineteen seventies. So you know
0: that's so interesting because I first got. I first heard a lecture by Dr. Bernard Jensen, who I think was even later in his career nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, and he was talking about how we are, what we eat. I heard that from Scott Nearing, and Dr. Bernard Jensen had the Hidden Valley Health Ranch in Escondido, California, when it looked like mainly orange groves and avocados. I went there now, and I had a moment of sadness to see what it was like, but he put people would come from all over the world and detox, and rest and heal. And we would go out and gather chaparral from the surrounding um, uh, countryside when I was doing sashims when I was a yoga teacher in Phoenix, and we would use those herbs to do detox. And what I noticed when I did a lot of that work was how much it brought you in touch with whatever we want to call it, whether it's God or spirit or that space within us that holds us, that sacred space. And it's interesting how resting on the body, mind, spirit level can do that. Can you give us some of your more spectacular – now, you've done 15,000 people. You've got to have unbelievable stories. I want to hear all your stories, your best ones, of some really amazing transformations.
1: Yeah, and and while I can define transformation, um, let me share a couple of um, case histories and a couple of people, and, and then we can come back to why did I name, uh, why did I put in the title of my book, Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation? Because transformation is very different than change. I recall a 33-year-old man who came to me with severe allergies, and um, he was had taken uh, 10, 12 years worth of allergy shots, uh, had done them on and off, and uh, nothing really worked, and he had terrible, terrible skin allergies, and he was starting to get asthma, and he was beginning to go on asthma medications, somewhat working, somewhat not working. Went through a Love Your Body program, and I start to talk about energy that's kept in the body, that we're, we're' we're not aware that there's certain energy that we haven't experienced. Why is in experience? Well, maybe we grow up with a belief, Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about, or you have no right to be angry. We judge ourselves, or we've been parented uh, by people who love us, but in belief systems where the, that's a bad emotion. don't don't have that. So this man is thirty three, has terrible allergies. And we're going through trust, and then we're going through forgiveness in the third session. He's only in the second week of the Love Your Body program. And he tells me that his skin is clearing up. Well, three months later, out of the Love Your Body program, I speak to this man, and I said, what, what is it that you learned? What happened? He said, well, my skin allergies are uh, totally gone, and my breathing is better. I said, what happened? He said, I realized in the forgiveness process that when I was eight years old, my grandfather died. I was extremely close with him and I couldn't go to his funeral. And I never realized until I was in your course that I had some sadness to release that I never got to say goodbye to my grandfather. I said, wow. I said how wonderful. I had I have a handout a poem called The Blessing Inside Sorrow. Uh, that's part of the forgiveness process and he was reading it. And he was an example of one of mm, hundreds and hundreds of people, not all to be sure. Of people who, regardless of their arthritis or their colitis, that part of their physiology, part of their breakdown is, yeah, they need to detox their pesticides and their hormones that are from chicken or eggs or dairy or different things, heavy metals. But here's a man who his allergies got completely better by term I use is he got to write a letter and get complete with his grandfather. And it also could be said he recovered that eight year old little boy who was really hurt and didn't get to grieve. And he didn't need weeks and weeks and weeks of psychotherapy. Now. There- not-
0: that's so interesting, because there is a form of psychotherapy called family constellations, where you take a look of your parents, and then their parents, and their parents, and you take a look at commonality and crises, and a lot of times things are repeated. And so there's this understanding of the bigger picture within families, but there isn't as much an understanding of the bigger picture within ourselves, that we yes. have constellation of various forms of ourself, and sometimes when one of our past selves is still hurting, and yes. that's not been released, that could be showing up in the present as a condition yep. that's not getting better.
1: Yeah. In Hellinger's work, you're referring to the Hellinger who's brilliant. Oh my God, he was so brilliant. He talks about it as a legacy pattern, that people can have legacy patterns. They're holding something uh, that is down through the generations of their family. Another story to tell you is, but I'm picking one woman who comes to mind, I won't mention her name, a 42-year-old woman who'd been struggling all of her life since she was, she said, five, six years old, uh, struggling with weight, losing weight, gaining weight, keeping it off for two, three years, then gating 40, 50, 60 pounds, doing another diet. Then by the time she was coming to me, she was having a real hard time losing it, which is very, very common. Unfortunately, people go into these... uh, Uh, diets. Remember the first three letters of diet, D I E I'm a big Richard Simmons fan. So, so I hate using the word diet. I tend to use the word food plan. So this woman was dieting and unfortunately she didn't know the concept of burning it off. So she was trying to just eat minimal calories and she was stuck. And yeah, maybe she had some, you know, underactive thyroid. And so there were some other aspects that were just not working. I mean, she was pretty unhealthy physically with all the weight she'd gained and lost over several decades. But she comes into my program, and I tell her my story of huskies didn't fit me. I used to have to go into New York City and buy extra huskies. I was very, very overweight until I kind of grew up. And you're very
0: buff now. So for people listening, he is very buffed now. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Liz. So, but, but, but what what happened was Just that the
0: facts, I, ma'am. Just the facts.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I grew up, you uh, know, 16, 17 years old. I did get vertical and I did lose a lot of weight. But when I was 30, I was in a workshop doing a process with like 110 people. And uh, we were in, we weren't nude. We were in our bathing suits and I was standing in front of a mirror And looking at the mirror, I realized I was a fat person in a thin body. So I take that humility, I take that hurt and the shame that I carry, carried. um, Where when I was 30, 35, if if walking on a beach uh, with a bathing suit, if you would have said, you know, do you have concerns? Are you uh, ashamed? Are you shy about your body? I would have said no. But in the midst of a, a meditation, in the midst of a mirror process, I realized that there were some unresolved issues between my ears. There were weight issues that were different than just what the scale said. So I've put a considerable amount of that how to love your body, how to accept your body, those toes, that hair, your long So how did
0: you do that with this 42-year-old woman? So what happened with her?
1: What happened with her is that for every day for 21 days with the handouts that go along with a mirror process in the privacy of her home, we don't do that as a group, even when I did people in my clinic, uh, we don't do this together. In the privacy of her home, in her closet, in her bathroom, in her bedroom, she stood in front of a mirror and I coach people, Lindsay, between the difference between looking at yourself and being with yourself. I coach people, I coached her, how to just be with what you see over there. Now, give me a
0: few examples of what you might do. Let's say that I'm right now, and I'm not, in my bathing suit or in Mm. my, you know, Dairier and right. I'm in the room and let's say I'm one of these people and I don't even want to look at myself. I don't even want to look and what I see, I hate, I hate, I'm terrible, which is what a lot of women, I was just getting my nails done a month ago and a woman sitting next to me was totally had her head in her hands because she's going to turn 40. She's over the hill and she hated herself. And I was okay. sitting there next to her and I, yeah, I was ending up having a love your body experience while I, to try and help her. But so let's say I'm one of these millions upon billions of women who hate themselves when they're looking in the mirror, what might be some of the conversations and how you might coach?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a legitimate question. It takes a lot to teach people slash coach people and to guide them into the energy field of compassion, to guide people into the conversation of acceptance And for them to first, using your words, notice how you're judging yourself. Notice the negative self-talk. Can you just, and and I use myself as an example, that when I did this 30, 40 years ago, I would judge myself for judging. Okay, can you notice you're judging? Okay, See, you're not observing yourself. So a key in love your body programs what would I do is I keep coaching both with the handouts with the videos to get people to be able to learn how to be mindful. Mindfulness is not just continuing to analyze and judge. Well so
0: what happened to this 42-year-old woman we we keep leaving her off the court did she said what was her epiphany? And then did that epiphany translate into her being able to keep her weight normal? Yeah.
1: yeah, thanks. Yeah, she had a breakthrough. And she's one of hundreds, many, many hundreds of people who had a breakthrough in the cycle of using food to deal with emotions, using food to deal with her discontent, using food to deal with she's not aligned with her purpose in life. So when, so what happened to her is she finally got it. it. It took a practice, you know, mindfulness, though, given the way we're all programmed and wired up, uh, the chapter in my book is on conditioned. It's called the conditioned mind. You know, we're very conditioned, whether you do it with Carolyn May style or your style or my style, we're very conditioned to listen to the negative self-talk. So what happened to her, is she, she gradually, slowly persisted in learning the language of compassion and empathy with herself. And I taught her about gratitude. I taught her about generosity. I taught her about how to be present with those feelings of negativity and judgments. I taught her that it was okay to have those thoughts about herself. It's like one of my meditation teachers said, it's okay to have those thoughts, Don't, don't invite them to tea. Of how do you not buy into those thoughts? So
0: what's this lady doing right now? Are you still in touch with her?
1: I've not. Well, this woman in particular that I brought up to you no, because uh, she did the program twice, three times, maybe 15 years ago, but completely over time lost the weight, lost the weight, lost the weight, and then stabilized. So I ask people to focus on not their goal is weight loss, But what do you need to learn to keep it off? What do you need to learn? And in her case, Linz, what she needed to keep working on was her mother was overweight. There were things in her family that she wasn't resolved with. And she needed to find hobbies and ways of dealing with stress so that food was not her drug of choice. And this woman, as far as I know, um, has... Lost the weight, and she's not looking over her shoulder, wondering if she's going to lose the, gain the weight back any longer.
0: So what is a holistic detox?
1: Mm. Holistic detox for me is that it's not only looking at the liver and it's wondrousness doing 3000 functions and your lung and your skin considered as a third lung and your colon as a way of helping absorb and assimilate in the microbiome. I mean, those are aspects that I teach people about the physical aspects, but when I'm um, loving to open the conversation for people about how their mind works, how they experience.
0: So you're talking and, about doing it on all levels. Is that I'm talking, what
1: it is? I'm, I'm talking about people having a sense of, are you a physical person having occasional spiritual experiences or is your primary identity as a spiritual being? Here's your word that I know you like to use in a bodysuit, having a physical experience. So a holistic detox would be a timeout, whether you do it for three days, Love Your Body programs happen to be 21 days, where you're looking at different aspects of um, what's going on mentally, what's going on spiritually, what's going on emotionally, in a context of your physical body.
0: So how do people get a hold of you to sign up for this course? Because now you can do it with people all over the world. So how do people get a hold of you, Dr. Taylor?
1: www.drbarrytaylor.com. Uh, and there's a whole section on my website, drbarrytaylor.com on love your body. And um, they can email me at drbarry at drbarrytaylor.com is my email address. And there's, there's all sorts of videos and introductions if they're interested in participating.
0: And why do people repeat this program? You say some people do this program multiple times.
1: Mm, mm. Because we all get, uh, thanks, I appreciate it. When I designed it, Linz, I had no idea that people were going to do it a second time. And right now, you know, maybe 2,000, 3,000 people have done it twice. There's maybe three, another three, 4,000 people who've done it five or more times. I think it has something to do and what's with What's the- your
0: most amazing story of someone who's done it the most times? I mean, because we're going to be, we're winding out of time here now, so I'd love to hear, like, some one person took it five times. They must have really been getting multiple benefits from it. Can you share that with us?
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember a man named John many, many years ago. God, I pray John is great. He signed up for three programs in a row after he finished his first program. And he he paid, and over the next six months... He did a program for three weeks and then he'd take two or three weeks off and then he did another program. And for him, he realized that he was so dedicated to his work. He had a construction business. And there are many people who've done it more than once because it's an environment that is both fun, poetic, musical, but it keeps people practicing taking care of themselves in a way that's focused on health rather than a disease management approach. It keeps people engaged in giving them a structure, giving them guidance, um, so that when they go back into their work life, when they go back with their children, when they go back if they're in a committed lover relationship, they can also make it easier for them to take care of themselves rather than I should exercise or I should meditate and for some people they need that kind of repetition
0: this is really amazing because you know we are in such an addictive to speed and overload of information and if you read a book the book should tell you how in 3 short days and 5 easy steps you can get to every get everything that you want by monday morning That's not necessarily true. So you are a master of allowing someone to learn how to have a better relationship with their body, a better relationship with their disease, to dive in deep and find the healer within. And you did it first with yourself, and now you've done it with 15,000 people. We've had on the show today Dr. Barry Taylor, a rogue that kind of floated down the Rogue River with me. I want to thank you so much, Dr. Taylor, for being on the show. And I want people to go and find out about my new course, Sexy Brain. You can sign up On my website, you can take a look at my new book, Sexy Brain. That took three years to write, and I call it Sexy Brain because your sex steroid hormones have a lot to do with taking care of your brain. And in that book, I've got a specialized 10-day sex hormone receptor detox because it is true. We do need to be constantly resting and cleaning, and even your hormone receptors that are your main signaling system in your body need to take a rest. So this has been a great show because – people often don't get this, and I see so many women today who are exercising so much that they're actually exercising themselves into the ground. I have a young man that I'm thinking of right now that just got over a really severe infection, and he just keeps putting himself into the ground because he exercises so much because perfect bodies, buff bodies are just the goal these days, and often it's too much for people. So it's a real honor to have someone on here who's merged naturopathic medicine, nutraceuticals, understanding of food, rest your body, detox, your body, and a heck of a lot of experience. So you can get a hold of Dr. Barry Taylor. No matter where you are in the world, you can sign up. And I would love if you love shows like this to help pass the information forward, please go to Dr. Bergson's Best Health Radio, click on Getting Into iTunes, and then click on Reviews and Ratings. And please... Give me a rating so that we can pass this information to all those people out there who really need it. Thank you so much, Dr. Taylor, and everybody have a really great day. Bye.